Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. Um, I'm a magician master, so I master all the magicians in this podcast. Uh, That means I just kind of, you know, I just help create a little bit of a framework of a story, and then uh, they do all of the other hard work of coming up with it, making the decisions, rolling those bones, rolling those dice. And uh, let's meet our players now. Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs, et bienvenue. Je yeah, okay, I, I don't do it in French. I do it in English. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see you keep going. Ah, hi, guys. Uh, Lucas Fischer here, playing Jasper Casper, who is a human from the non-magical world. And all he wants to do is find a place to belong. And I'm sure that we can help him. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Merci. Hi there. I'm Sebastian Kinder and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. Still, his family doesn't know who he is. But there is one NPC who was able to remember his name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Finally. A victory. A little bit of success. <laughs> All right, salut to Le Monde. Now I also try to do a little French so that we have it all. (laughs) My name is Nadine Kuhn and the character that I play is called Sassly Mary Nature Spring and she comes from the Pixie Shire in Denmark and she accidentally created herself wings there. But those wings, they don't work, they don't fly. So let's see how long that takes until they are able to fly and put her up into the beautiful air. Uh, but you know, in the last episode, it really it, she really did feel like she was flying because she, you know she had to run to the restricted area and she she passed every single role. She was just she was flying. She was like the wind. So my question for you folks today: Did your character have a favorite game growing up, or do they have a favorite game right now? What are Sassley, Eric, and Jasper's favorite games? That's what I want to know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's always so heartbreaking, you know, talking about Jasper's past because, you know, he 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 hadn't have the easiest childhood because of, you know, he had troubles making friends and everything. So um, he was more comfortable, like being on his own, also while playing games. And so he was uh, gifted on Christmas. He got. Um, that at that time very new and very cool GameCube. Yeah. You know? And he really liked the game uh, Super Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, but it's oh, that one that one version of the game where you don't have only one character sitting in the cart. No, you have two. And this is when he felt like, oh, there's Somewhat an NPC buddy helping him out whilst racing and and winning the tournament. So that's right. Oh, yeah. that's why that's why he clings so hardcore to his NPC buddy right now, Will Wilbur. <laughs> this is like his personal double dash cartmate. You know, we're just waiting for some bananas to be thrown at Ender. It's just. <laughs> I love that. I was afraid for a second that you were gonna be like. So his favorite game was Solitaire. <laughs> be the saddest, saddest thing I could think of. <laughs> Uh, no, that's excellent. Eric's Eric's favorite game. The game is called in German Goldener Drache. In English, it's Golden Dragon. It's a fairly old game. It's it's all about like each player is kind of controlling a dragon, and there are different kinds of mountains all over the playing field, and 
in some of those mountains there's gold in others there isn't and you try to get control of the mountains first with the dragon Whoa. i can actually imagine the board game itself being a little bit more magical because hey he's in a full-fledged family of mages and such so i Heck imagine yeah. like it's not just simple figures but the dragons are like actually a little bit flying all over the place of the board definitely there's like a little illusion magic where like it looks like you know they like breathe a little fake fire and scurry around the mountains pretty much yeah oh it's cool it's actually really pretty so folks uh this is your unofficial uh <laughs> we are not sponsored by golden Adraha, but uh if you want to check that out that looks like a pretty cool game that's like a really nice board with like rivers and and mountains and and uh, valleys running through it yeah, control little dragon look for look for gold yeah eric gives this game five violins out of five violins five out of five violins <laughs> so as you can tell sasley is not a very patient person and she was not always a big fan of board games um so she used to play outside she would always like climb on trees and find the best fabric to jump off the trees and like make it fly or make her stay as long as possible in the air so her thing would be always trying to find the new and the lightest fabric to do that and she was always like a a little pixie elf always in on like always outside always playing running around jumping from everything but the whole family is actually a tradition once a year they gather around the whole family and then they play jenga together and <laughs> um they would make those little wooden things themselves because um they would just do that throughout the whole year and every year they would pre present the new version of it and they would make very specific and very special oh. but Sasley is so bad at it so she would always lose because she doesn't have the patience to get them out so um, <laughs> that's actually a family tradition and it's a family game um, but Sasley always loses that game and she is not a big fan of it but she does play it or did play it a lot but her favorite game is just being outside in the nature and trying to fly trying to fly <laughs> That is the cutest. <laughs> yeah. Such a lovely family. She's like, if only I could get these to float. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks, guys. Oh, that's so illuminating. I always love hearing about uh, your characters and their their experiences. I feel like I know you guys even a little bit better now. <laughs> but enough about games. It's time for you guys to play the biggest game of all, the game of survival, as you try to get out of the library or as you try to get to the book, Secrets of Living Stone, to liberate the library from Enda, who has gone well, a little mad with power, it would appear. I can't wait to find out exactly what you guys are going to do. So without much further ado, Let's begin this next episode of JK We're Rolling. Last time on JK We're Rolling, the Shieldless had just entered the eerily silent library. We needed to procure a book that Mildred had asked us to pick up for the ritual to bond Yeserdwe. But when we entered, Ende, the custodian of the restricted section, stood in Goethe's place as head librarian. He helped us find the book we needed, but Cecily and Eric also noticed a book, Secrets of Livingstone, blowing high up on a wall. We were almost out of the library when a voice in the back of the library yelled for help. Ende blocked the exits and started coming after us. We ran for the back of the library as Ende displayed his impressive new powers and put Eric and I in huh, some tight spots. Still, we all made it to the restricted area. 
which was watered with magic. Leela Kleiner awaited us there and filled us in that she had been trapped there for a while and thought that perhaps Goethe was on the opposite side of the library in another blocked room. We made a plan to get Goethe the glowing book we saw, but upon exiting, saw the library had been transformed. The new landscape has forced us to walk towards a path of glowing, rattling stones, and it seems the new librarian has set up a trial, one for which Endes seems to think we are overdue. Oh dear. So, you are standing in this corridor that Enda has created, and in front of you there are stone blocks. They're the color of Enda. You know that this part of the floor is certainly enchanted, especially because there is orange light coming out from the cracks between these blocks, which seem to be able to move slightly separately. They kind of tremble against each other. And now that you've gotten closer, the four of you, including Leela, the five of you, if you include Wilbur, are standing there. You hear the sound of three impacts hitting the ground at once down below the earth. These stones. So you can hear three distinctly separate, but all at the same time. Enda has just yelled out to you that uh, he doesn't think you're going to be able to survive this little magic trial that he's put up for you, but you seem to have scared him away from trying to attack you directly at this moment so he's set up a little something for you to to deal with you guys so this 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 grid of three times three stone plates yeah right exactly it's in a square basically is there continuation of the corridor on the other side on the other side there is non-ender colored stone seemingly normal stone all right am i still floating yeah, I guess. How long am I still floating? <laughs> you are floating until something like seriously breaks your, your concentration or until you decide that you're not floating anymore. Okay, so I can actually go there without at least touching the ground. Yeah. I just need something so that I can move forward. That's the moment where Eric hands you one of the pieces of the frame that he collected from the blackboard. Thank you, Eric. I'm just afraid if I touch the ground with it that something happens. I wonder if I can just get along with, like, putting it to the bookshelves on the left. Is that possible, Mr. Magician Master? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you guys want me to try? Or do you want us to push you? Well, I'm just afraid if there's something I just get pushed into that I can't sleep with them. <laughs> but if you, feel, if you feel you can do it... Do it your pace. I can do anything. Anything that I set my mind towards to. Mm -hmm. That's what my dad used to say. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the result of good parenting right there. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, slow down, Cecily, and be careful. That's what my dad used to say. My mom said, don't, don't be ridiculous. That child will never be careful. But anyways, I could try to do that. Would you, would you let me do that? Would you think it's a good idea? Leela, what do you say? Still here? Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't float. So if you want to give it a try, then uh, of course, you know, I, I just hope you're safe. That's all. I want everyone here to be safe. This is, this is pretty intense. This is, yeah, never had to deal with anything like this at the Magical Creature Arts. That's what my parents do, by the way. They're magical creature veterinarians. That's just beautiful. A little backstory for me. Some, you guys never asked like, about anything about her, me. I really don't have the time offering to that, Offering that information. You know, just in case you guys were like, interested in something about me. That is something that I okay. did. Leela! 
Thank you so much for being part of our little group. And I pre- appreciate that you're here. And Cecily, she knows, she thinks about how can you comfort her and give her a good feeling. And she's like, do what your dad always said. A hug always solves every problem. And she goes to Lila and she's like hugging her. So you you use the stick to push your floating body to Lila. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm I'm going to <laughs> so you, towards Lila. You row over to Lila. And then I just... <laughs> Hug her very short, and I and she looks at Lila and she's like, "I hope that makes you feel better." <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, then we when we solved that problem. That's nice. All right. Okay. Kind of strange. I feel like a little odd timing, maybe. But I mean, in general, it's fine. You know, I would really like to talk a bit to her about her per se, but in the moment, every situation that we are in where I could talk to her is either like, hey class, we have a lesson. Hey, a statue is trying to kill us. <laughs> she was actually in the in the room where we had lunch. Yeah, she was in the lunchroom. You actually could have could have talked to her at lunch. Next time, Eric. Next time. A- anyways, um you guys stay here. <laughs> I try to move forward. And then yeah, I think Cecily pulls herself like Okay, yeah. So Sassly floats easily across the floor. Oh, be careful. So far it goes easily. It goes easily. Very smooth, very smooth. Yeah, nothing happens. All the way till the end? You're able to get to the other side. That's actually easier than I thought. It's actually kind of fun. And then I make it all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And what do I see when I turn to the right then? Looks like normal stone all the way down the next corridor. Normal stone all the way down to the next corridor, guys. You want me to continue? We are still here. Can't hear you. <laughs> can I carry weight on on myself? You can carry as much weight as you can normally carry. So I could go back and grab someone. You could maybe take Leela with you, but then you also are holding the pole. No, Leela. I would give the pole to Leela. So you want to hold <laughs> Leela and then use the pole to get across. You can try it, but if anything goes wrong, um, you might fall onto those blocks. Kind of a high risk. Yeah. Then Leela is also in danger. I'm not saying it can't work. And if you want to try to carry everyone across, I will tell you that Leela will be easy. Eric will be medium. Jasper will be very hard for you to carry across. But then Wilbur will be super easy. Um... Yeah, Wilbur actually adds 0.5 weight to Jasper, <laughs> so he's even heavier. No, just <laughs> Can I research anything? Can I see anything else if I roll for research or anything? I mean, you can roll investigation if you want. Yeah, but don't tell me afterwards, but there was nothing to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I did. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's a... I guess it was a really good roll. <laughs> it's a four. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, you noticed a lot of stuff already about this hallway, so that's all that you know. How sturdy do the bookshelves look to our left? Very sturdy. They're attached to the wall. Okay, so potentially we could try to use them as a way to climb on the side one after the other. If you can successfully do that, uh, climb over, then it might be possible but difficult very difficult i wouldn't feel too confident climbing all the way 
over this enchanted floor because I know my spriness. I feel like there's we have Lilan with us now. So we have the possibility of shrinking stuff and growing stuff. I think that do we miss something that we can obviously do? Wait a moment. I pick a book out of the bookshelf. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a rather sturdy one. Okay. A, a thick one. Yeah, no problem. Easily found. Okay. Um, Leela, question for your spell. Do you need to touch the thing or does it just need to be in range? No, I can do it long distance. No problem. <laughs> okay. So he picks this heavy book and throws it on one of the three plates. I take the one to the left in the first column. Left, first row, yeah. So it hits the plate, and as soon as it touches the plate and puts weight on it, the block shoots up into the sky, the book flies into the sky, and then it shoots back down super quick, and it lands back on the ground with a thunk. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to pick two more books mm -hmm. and do the same with the other two in the first row. Okay, so how, tell me exactly how you do it. And we'll say that the third book got thrown off of the stone now. It is no longer on the stone. It landed back on your side. Oh, great. In that case, I can just reuse the book. Mm -hmm. We have the lower three rows, so to say, mm -hmm. and the row right in front of us. I just go a little bit further to the right mm -hmm. and drop it on the middle one in the lower row. Okay, so... You drop a book onto the middle lower row, the one closest to you in the middle. Yeah. Okay. The same exact thing happens. That block shoots up into the sky. It comes down super fast and the book slams into the ground. Mm. Okay. And doing the same with the third one. The same thing happens a third time. Mm. It shoots up into the sky. The book flies into the sky and it smacks into the ground. And Sassley is like, Eric, I think they always fly up into the air and then Back to where they started. <laughs> Leela, do you have any idea? Um, I'm, oh, shoot, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just pure flabbergasted, guys. <laughs> Never saw anything like it. Uh... Jasper? Hmm? Could I get your cane? Um, but be careful with it, because that's actually my wand. Yeah, I, I am careful. So, the cane has been long enough to pull me in from further away. I would like to flip a book at the size of the middle row from the left on the left plate with the cane. Okay, middle row, left plate. Sure. So, you, you do that. You are able with the super long cane to make a book fall onto the block. And what happens this time? is that the block shoots up into the air, the book flies into the air, it flies off into the distance, that book is gone. <laughs> <laughs> is it tic-tac-toe? <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid I'm too stupid for this riddle or whatever it is. Um, when we look into the sky or mm -hmm. whatever, maybe to the ceiling, mm -hmm. I don't know how high it is. It's a high ceiling, very high vaulted ceiling. Can we see anything you see the beautiful beautiful ceilings of the library and there's a stained glass window up there and it looks really pretty and you're like wow that looks really nice wow that looks really nice so guys what do we do <laughs> i don't know how do you feel nadine i mean right now you can't move any further because of the binding right 
Yeah, but we'll say like once you're on the regular ground that the binding is then in effect and you can't move any further than like just on the other side. Mm -hmm. Can I investigate something? Sure, roll investigate. Because I'm still I'm still I'm still wondering what all this slamming noise is supposed to mean. Yeah, it's constant. Like it's every like periodically but all at the same time. Yes. So I would like to do an investigation. <laughs> and it is a four. Plus one. Okay. You, okay. you didn't mm. notice anything. And I tried again to investigate <laughs> from where I am. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, sure. You investigate again. We are professionals. A 12. It seems to you that maybe when one of the books is launched into the air and one of the columns shoots up, that maybe there's only two things hitting the ground underneath the ground in that moment. Guys, I have the feeling every time something is shooting up a book that there are just two columns hitting the ground. That's how it sounds, but I cannot, I cannot put it together. Okay, so, so theory, idea. Yes. If there are three of these clicking sounds mm -hmm. and we have these books, we activate one of them, just two of them click. If we activate two of them at the same time, if there's just one click, that would indicate that if we somehow manage to activate three of them at the same time, there shouldn't be a click anymore. Meaning that the only number of columns that can shoot something up are three at the same time. Meaning the others would be safe in that period of time until they're loaded up again. So you want us to do what? First of all, the good thing is we have Dozens of books. Yes. So many books. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm handing back the cane to Jasper. Thank you. Okay. Just to test the theory. I'm going to take a book. You are taking a book. We are dropping the books at the same time on different plates. You take the one to the left. I take the one to the middle. I can also drop one from here. Uh, first, just, first, just with two. I want you, Cecily, to listen closely if you just hear one clicking noise. Okay. Okay. I close my eyes for that. Okay. Jasper? Mm, yeah, I, I'm ready. Okay, taking a book. My eyes are closed. Okay, taking a book and Jasper and Eric are going to drop two books at the same time on two different tiles. Okay, you do it on the left and the center one, right? Yeah. Okay, so you drop these books at the same time and immediately, as soon as they touch the columns, they tremble, turn slightly in towards each other so that the books slide down and then they slam into each other and the books are destroyed and then they go back down. Sassly, you only heard one thump. I only heard one, I think. What happened to the rest? What happened to the books? Well, let's say they rest in peace now. Oh. They rest in pieces. In pieces. Poor little books. Let's, let's try the three of them. I have a good feeling. I hope we're not all going to be dead afterwards, but it might be pretty silent. <laughs> Please, Eric, Eric, go for stupid books, not the good ones. Yeah, take the witty wizard. I'm just picking books out randomly. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. Okay. Why, dear? Uh, Cecily, mm -hmm. you are over there on the left side yeah. um, from us to be seen. Mm -hmm. you, you pick a book off the bookshelf and drop it on the plate in front of you. Jasper? I pick a big one. You. Drop a book on the left, and I'm going to drop a book on the right side. Okay, so left, right, and Sassley, you're doing where? Top left. Top left. Top left. Okay. So, 
On the count of three. Okay. Yes. One, two, two three. Okay. You drop the books. Sassley, where exactly are you floating? Did you drop it onto the column below you? No, I would never do that. Mm-mm. So are you floating in the middle? Like, which one did you... Where are you floating above? Oh, and what did you... How does it affect me? It depends on how it affects me. Uh, <laughs> I'm there where it doesn't affect me. <laughs> oh, no. Does it affect the rows in a way? Oh. So you're, are you off of the grid? You can be floating slightly off of the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not on it. And you throw it onto the left upper side. Yes. So the left and the right side that Eric and Jasper did tremble turn towards each other and slam into each other. And the one where Sassley is shoots up into the air and shoots its book uh, away. And you hear one thump, thump. I still heard one thump. I wonder where those books fly. Where, where do they fly? They're like landing up on top of the bookshelf. So they're like, wait, now you've done so many. Some are like on the ground. They slammed into the ground around you. Wild guess. Mm -hmm. We need to find... The right three plates. Maybe all next to each other. That we could try. Yeah. Leela says, oh, I'm, I can also, uh, I'm a good book dropper. If you guys want me to drop a book. <laughs> yeah, be, uh, try to uh, be part of this. That's fun, Leela. Okay, she, she will also take one. That's good. Good job, Leela. So next try, Jasper, Eric, Leela dropping one book on each of the lower row. Okay. Yes. So the three of you pick up books. Yeah. And at the same time, you drop them onto the left, center, and right platform on the bottom. And nothing happens. <gasps> Guys, nothing happens. There's no thumps. Which means maybe we have to put a book on every single time to move forward. Maybe we have to move forward together. Yes. I will wait here because it can just be three people at the same time, I think. I mean, what we could do is we collect some books so that we all have a few in our hands and then we jump on the first three platforms and then we and then we can try to figure out whether we want to throw three books in front of us or if we instantly want to jump. What I want to know is, can you go on like step on one of the books and grab the ones behind you and move them forward or do they have to stay? You know what? We can each pick two more books. Step onto the first ones that we close, so to say, and then drop one book on each of the middle row. Shall we try it like that? Just to have some backup books in case they fly off. So we take four each. Okay, great. So you guys can easily take four books each. There you go, Leela. And he had some books. Yeah, wow. This is great. I love moving books around. I'm having a great time with you guys. It's terrifying, but you know, this is this is cool. I'm, I'm enjoying figuring things out. Okay, so we're going to step on the plates, each one at the same time. Jasper, you go to the left one. Uh, Leela, you take the middle, I take the right side, okay? Yes. Okay, yeah. Sounds great. Okay. So we're standing in front of them and would try to go on the plates in front of us at the same time. Okay, so onto the first row of plates. Yeah. Yep, you do that. You all step onto it at the same time and nothing happens. Looks good, guys. Going forward to the edge, to the second row. Mm -hmm. Crossing my fingers that no one is shooting up in the air. <laughs> okay, 
So you're stepping up, you're stepping onto the next row at the same time. Shall we try the books beforehand or shall we just try and take a step? I really don't know. Maybe you guys try the books first. You don't have wings, you know? Not that mine work, but... Okay. Let's try the books first, just so that everyone is calm and relaxed. So calmly and very relaxed, as if there's nothing weird going on, you drop the three books onto the columns at the same time, and nothing happens. Yes, guys! Now you can step on in. Let's go! Okay, so you're in the middle of the platform now, and there's just one row of three blocks in front of you. Okay. Uh, same procedure as before? Mm-hmm. Okay, first the books, mm -hmm. then we give it a try. You drop three books in front of you, nothing happens, and you can move forward. <gasps> okay, just at the same time stepping forward and in the end at the same time stepping off of them. Okay, yeah, you made it across <laughs> his little devil platform. Great job, guys. Oh, I believe we are so stupid. <laughs> My little metaphor for moving together forward was really, like, stressful. Yeah. So you hear Enda's voice. Hmm, nice one. Nice try. You figured out how the counterbalances work. Sure, sure, sure. Hmm, well, how about this then? And the orange light disappears. The color of the stone fades. And behind you now is just normal floor. And in the corridor to your right, the stone separates. Orange light floods out. The stones turn the color of Enda's light, light statue color. And it looks identical to the last platforms. But now you hear three thumps separately. Ging, ging, ging. I think now one person has to go, the next person has to go, and then the next person has to go. Is it a rhythm? Yeah. One, two. Three, right? Yeah. We can be one more time a little bit safe. And how about we we use one last time the books we have because we have a few left and we try to, you know, throw them like one, two, three on the first row. And if it works, we can continue. We could try. Okay, so what would you like to do? How would you like to throw a book? You're still able to access some of the bookshelf. Ah, okay. Well... Since we still have some, mm -hmm. I would go to the right to the um, to the edge of where the yep. platform starts. Then I would like to order us in in a row again. You know that um, at least one of us is standing in front of one platform, and then we try to yeah uh, create a rhythm whilst throwing the books on it. Okay, so tell me the order that you throw it on. Tell me exactly what you do. <laughs> Okay, so um, if if the others don't mind, I would suggest that I go to the left again. Leela goes to the middle. Cecily stands next to it and and watches. And then we have Eric on the <laughs> Cecily floats uh, and Eric on the right. And, and then I would I would try to to that all all of us close their eyes and listen to the rhythm, <laughs> and so that. And then we wait for one point where Jasper would give a signal to start. Got it. So you listen, ging, ging, ging. And you put your first book on the left, on that first beat. Nothing happens. Leela drops the second book on the second beat onto the middle platform. 
and the platforms shake and slam into each other and destroy the books. Wait a moment. Let's try that again. But we would have to... Oh, that's going to be tricky. Um, we need to throw a book. I don't think it's going from row to row, but lines. Maybe one line. Maybe one line, like, after each other, which means first person, then both people walk second, then three people walk third. Do you know what I mean? So, we could try. I guess throwing a book on the second one could work at the right time, but we would have a hard time to get the book on the third one. Unless we are floating you over. Yeah, I can put it there. So we want to push Cecily over? Push me over. Mm, okay. We're going to hand you a book. <laughs> That's fine. I have the book. So you give Cecily a book, you push her over, and she can kind of stop herself wherever she needs to. All right. Someone wants to give me a push? Eric would On three. very gently One, give her the push. Two, three. Three. Whee, all right. All right. I'll stop myself here. Okay. I'm ready to drop the third book when you are ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jasper drops the book on one. I try to throw the book on two on the middle platform. Mm -hmm. And you drop it on three on the last one. Yeah. So what happens is... Jasper drops the book on the first one and nothing happens. You throw the book onto the second platform and both platforms shoot up into the air and both books slam down. I, I think I should not drop the third one. <laughs> yeah, Cassidy does not have to worry about dropping the third book. No. You think it's a diagonal? You mean that each has a different path? That might be a possibility. First on the left, second, second in the, in the middle, third... On the outer, outer side. Is that an option? Could be an option. My theory could be also that at this time, because you don't have like, you have separate slamming noises instead of three together, maybe this platform allows us to be only one at all being there, you know? Cecily? Yeah. Could you drop the book on the platform in front of you? Uh huh. Now? Yep, now. Okay. And Sassley drops it. Okay, Sassley, you drop the book and nothing happens. And just for a test, I'm, I'm going to pick up a book from the shelf behind us mm -hmm. and like go in the front row to the right. If you're right, Jasper, this would mean that now if I throw the book on this one, they should smash into each other again. You've got one on the top left right now. And now you're doing one on the bottom right. You drop the book, and both books fly into the air and slam into the ground. Maybe we should try this, guys. One in the first row, second in the middle of the second, and third at the end, like a diagonal. I, I think J Jasper might be pretty right with his idea. I mean, I mean I'm happy to try everything because, uh, before stepping onto it on my own. Jasper? We'll drop the book here in front of you, on your line. And then you use your staff, your cane, to push it onto the next one. If that's possible, I can try. Okay, you can try that. Jasper, you drop a book onto, the, onto which platform? Um, the bottom left. Bottom left. Okay, nothing happens. 
And then I use my cane to, you know, try to, because there still is this little hook in the end, to kind of flip it to one. You edge it forward ever so carefully, ever so carefully. Roll spryness. <laughs> I thought bookishness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <gasps> it's a 20. Oh, wow. Ooh. It is a 20. Well, I was just rolling to make sure that you could get your wand, because that's your wand that you're using out of the way of the platform before it slams up into the air, shoots the book, and then the book slams back down off of the platform, so there's no books on the platform. Because <laughs> if you hadn't rolled Spryness, I would have uh, your, your wand would have flown up into the air. Oh no, that's not good. Shall we try the diagonal again? Yep, sure, we can. <laughs> okay, so... I think in the rhythm, one down to the left, then the second in the middle, and then the third I will put to the right. So down to the left, middle, middle, upper right. And I just now see Cecily floating directly. Putting herself with a thing to the wall. She's like, yeah, other side. You're going to have to toss it, but I'll say that you can do that. I mean, it's not like a massive platform. You can basically get a book to touch that platform. You all make your drops and your throws, and nothing happens. Yes! Yay! Okay. Yes, guys, nothing happened! Is there still a clicking sound from underneath? There is not a clicking sound at this moment. When you dropped it, there was no clicking sound. Why was he so peculiar answering that question? Mm. Uh, guys, if you feel confident going that way, I trust you. But should we go all together or all one by one? I think for safety it would be better to go one by one, right? Yeah. Okay. Who wants to go first? Eric? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Eric, you step onto the first platform. Nothing happens. Okay. I would follow the same path as the books that we used. You step onto the second platform and you shoot up into the air. And then you crash back to the ground onto the side where you started. Roll a constitution dice. What? And I rolled a 12. Okay, you succeed that. Hold on. You know, I kind of imagine him landing there. And this, this little bit, I, I kind of... Uh, everyone that I knew from school had this little like training for a little bit of self-defense, like how you fall properly. Oh, yeah, nice. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. He does, that, he does that cool like tuck and roll moment yeah land you got you got to land on they always say to land on the on the butt or the like the <laughs> upper part of the leg because those are the that's the meatiest part so yeah land on the meaty part of the body yeah good job it was a meaty fall <laughs> um so yeah you flew off the book is no longer on that middle platform either so i wonder if Ouch. um all right the, the problem is that was a i wonder if the first person has to step on the first last so then when the first person steps from to the what middle, i got we the have second person two hours later um you know what roll me an investigation check um everyone each one everyone roll me an investigation everybody roll me five seven you are telling me my 12 is the best? 12 is fine. Eric gets his ear real close to the ground, and he notices that one ging seems to be coming from the right, one ging seems to be coming from the middle, and one ging seems to be coming from the left. 
ging, ging, ging. Actually, I'm sorry. It goes one ging to the left, one ging to the middle, one ging to the right. Yeah. One ging to the left, one ging to the middle, one ging to the right. Right. Hold on. Is, is, it, is it possible that we think of the diagonal from the other side, that we think of the diagonal wrong? Like, we built the diagonal like this, but maybe it's made to... If the person on the left is on the first thing, yeah, and when the second thing happened, the first person moved forward and the second steps on the second row... And when the third happens, these two move and the third one comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all walk at the same time. Just because what we know is the first boom is for the left thing. The second boom is for the middle part. And the third is for the third, which means you have to enter those rows. Means first on the left, then the second boom comes. And we all move one forward. And then the next person move for and rebuild the diagonal like that. Does that make sense? Is that a good idea? I, I, I understand what you mean. I see that. I'm willing to try. Would you like to give it a try? It's a try. Who goes first? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> for the folks at home, Lucas just raised his hand and then said Eric. Actually, when something happens... Because we know that Eric will not feel any harm for the first step. The first harm that would come would be when Eric moves one further and the second steps on. <laughs> so then two people immediately get the So next then you step. guys both turn and you look at Leela and you go, Leela, second? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? You guys, you guys have already actually done a lot. I will happily be the second person um, and, and do that for, because, you know, Eric already got launched into the air here. Uh, it's a pretty dangerous thing. I know that uh, you got a little scraped up earlier, Jasper, so I I'll be the second person, if you guys like. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. I mean, I feel, <laughs> I feel bad right now, but thank you. Okay, so, Eric, you step onto the platform on the left side. Yeah. And just like before, nothing happens. My nerves. Then, at the same time, on the second click, you step onto the next platform up, and Leela steps into the middle bottom platform. Nothing happens. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. And then you continue. Tell me tell me what you do next. Eric would walk forward one more. Leela would walk forward one more. Jasper would go on the down right. Yes. If I got Nadine's plan correctly. That's what you do. And nothing happens. You're now yes! standing in a diagonal. <laughs> yes. You're yes. now standing in a diagonal. Would you like to keep going? Yeah, so Eric would step down. Leela mm -hmm. would go in the middle. Yeah. In the next You've one. Got it. And... Okay. Yeah. You figured it out. I'm gonna we can narrate the rest. You get all the way across. Eric steps off, then Leela's at at the top middle, and Jasper's in the right middle. And then Leela steps off as Jasper steps to the front right, and then Jasper steps off. And that platform stays in place. No new platform forms. You guys made it across the platforms. Yes, guys. That Good was amazing. Job. Good job. Jasper is like, followed them all the way. And then turning around to the platforms, turning back to the group. And he's like enjoying that we did it. But inside his head, he didn't get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's just happy that made it. 
That was a very nice idea, Cecily. Thank you. There is now a long corridor heading out to what you know from the layout of the library is the front part, the open area of the library, the entrance hall. And Enda is certainly waiting there. You hear him say, Well then, looks like it didn't work out for me. But then come on. Come on out here. Say hello to your old friend, Enda. Sassley, you're still floating. You guys are on non-enchanted ground right now. You can make a plan if you want. He's not coming for you. He's waiting for you out front. Do we see the book, his book again? You're like on that wall, but it's hanging on the front of the wall and you're on the side of it. All right, there he is, guys. What are we going to do? I mean, Lictus Bictus always, like, managed to work for us, I feel. If I remember, maybe I remember wrongly, but if I remember correctly, you said that the last episode when Ender, you know, became sort of a bad guy, that he started glowing orange from his mm -hmm. chest area? Yeah, yeah, from his uh, torso, yeah. Torso. So it's like that... coming from like his like solar plexus. Mm -hmm. But is was there some kind of kind of a stone or a gem or, or anything you know that particular, or is it just him glowing in that area? It's just emanating from out of him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ender notices just people who touches the ground. I mean, he can see you, but he can only feel people who are touching the ground. Is what Leela seems to believe. Well, if we are managed to blind him, you do have also <laughs> you do have the invisibility potion. That could actually work because Cecily is smaller than each of us. Maybe the rest of Invisibility Potion works better for her. Give me the Invisible Potion. I'm going to slide over the ground. I get the, I go to Goethe. I got this. What we do, need to do, I do. Okay. Okay. Turning a bit more to Jasper. <laughs> so we both will need to distract Ender in that time. Uh, until Leela was able to shrink the shelf so the book is down, so Cecily can get it and get over to Goethe. After she had done that, she can try to help us in one way or another. If that's fine for you, looks to Leela. Oh, yeah, I'm, let's do it. I, I'm ready. I know my job, and um, I'm gonna, we're going to do this, guys. When we, when we first saw the book, did you mean, I think it was like the book was open? No, it's closed. It's closed, okay. So we need a, a basilisk's teeth to slap it into the book. <laughs> okay. Do you guys feel good about your plan right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's go. Boba with his small teeth, he's like, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> um, Sassily, if you're going to take the invisibility potion, you'll need to roll a d20 to see if it's effective or not. 19. Oh, heck yeah, it works. It works real good. Sassily turns invisible. While she's touching the stick, we'll say that this is a non-living thing. We decided earlier last time that like things that are accessories, they will disappear with you. So extended in your, in your cloud of invisibility is your stick. So you are effectively floating and invisible. Guys, I make myself over to the book. Just don't forget to make it small that it falls into my arm. But I wonder if he'll notice that flying book. Just saying, I'm on my way. <sighs> we'll try our best to distract him. Sassley's getting into position. And Sassley, you enter the main room. And Enda is standing in the middle of the room, glowing. And he's waiting, but he doesn't notice you. And you can kind of position yourself 
below where the book is, but you can't get it yet. You have to wait for Leela. Okay, Leela, hope you do the job. So, Eric. Okay, Jasper. Should we go for a very open combat? Just attack him? Or. Well, let's just make sure that he looks at us and not at the book. So maybe move around him a little bit, okay? Yeah. And. Okay. And we taunt him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys and Leela enter the main room. And Enda is standing there waiting for you. And he says, <laughs> I feel your every footfall as you traipse around the library. Well, it seems I'll have to show you what I'm really capable of. And he seems distracted or angry. He doesn't seem to notice that Sassley's not with you. Maybe because you entered with a girl, now you have Leela with you, and he's just not clocking it. The glow from his torso gets brighter. The stone of the library, like liquid, seems to surge into Enda's body. It's moving through him. He's not getting bigger. He's somehow becoming more solid, more present. And the orange light in his torso grows brighter and brighter. He cackles. <laughs> and then he says in multiple voices coming from him at once, Thanks for the book again, but it's time for others to be as restricted as I once was. And the stone surging into him suddenly leaps out of him in three different directions at once, pooling into the ground and raising up, forming shapes. And soon there are three copies of Enda standing in front of him. Each one has a little light in its solar plexus. Weirdly, as the lights have intensified and Enda has pulled in more and more of the stone to himself, he actually seems less stone-like. The way he moves, it seems like he's breathing. He seems much more human than when you first met him. Everybody roll bookishness. You're in combat. Oh, no. Five. Five. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. So, Eric, you're going to go first. Then Leela. Then the four Endas. They have one combined bookishness roll. Then Jasper. Then Sassley. Eric, you're up first. You've got three... Mean-looking Enda, well, four mean-looking Endas in front of you. We call them Enda Prime, Enda Beta, Enda Gamma, and Enda Omega. Well, we are up for distracting, so uh, distraction it is. Let's see if it's going to be useful to blind them or one of them. I guess I can just target one of them. You have to pick one, yeah. Uh, let's let's take uh, the original one, Enda Prime. Okay, Enda Prime. Roll, roll for Lichtus Bictus. I do, I do. So I rolled a 16 plus 2 is 18. Alright, you're successful, so cast that spell. Alright. Let's see about that. Well, see is a good point. Lichtus Bictus! <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, not again! <laughs> Bright light shines into his eyes. He has... Minus two to all ability rolls. You do have a free action. You can move a little bit if you want to get a different position. I would like to move a little bit so that uh, he would have to turn a bit more around so he doesn't take a direct look at the book. Okay, yeah, you can circle around to like so that your back is to the entrance 
where, where the entrance door used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. You do that. Okay, it'll be Leela's turn. She's not wasting any time. She's spotted where the book is. She's turning around and she's like, oh man, I hope you're there, Sassily. Um, umfen schrumpfen. And she tries to shrink the bookshelf. She needed an eight. Oh, but she only got a six this time. And she's like, oh gosh, it it, 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 it didn't work. Uh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'll, I'll try again. Uh, and she will, but she'll have to wait a turn. And Sassy is like looking at it and she's like, did it shrink already? Maybe it takes a <laughs> little longer. <laughs> it's now the four endless turns. Um, and, and the beta is gonna try to attack Eric. He seems like he's a pretty dangerous guy. Uh, and he's just coming in for a physical attack. <laughs> it's a critical fail. <laughs> Crit failed. He glides towards you and he just goes, he's, he's new. He's new to the whole world, like a little baby. He's like, is this life? Is this what it is to be alive? Uh. <laughs> oh, no, that's not how you punch. He hasn't figured it out yet. His body doesn't work yet. Uh, he just misses. He totally whiffs it. Uh, okay. And the Gamma also going after Eric. God, he also gets a one. He also rolled a one. Oh my gosh, that's so weak. terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. He also comes after Eric and he's like, don't worry, I have him. <laughs> um, and Enda Omega uh, is like, seeing that, he's that's not working. He's going to go after Jasper. Oh no, now he gets a 20. Uh, well, not exactly, but he got a a 17. If you can beat it, you can avoid it. What, what do I have to go for Spryness? Yeah, it's Spryness. Spryness. It's a, a two. Okay. Nope. So he he comes at you and he says, Ah, now I think I've got it. You wizards have interfered with the wrong magical statue uh, collective consciousness. And then he uh, tries to shove you in the chest. Uh, and knock you down, roll a constitution die. <laughs> roll that constitution die. It's a five. Ooh, you okay. no. you lose another you lose another constitution. Things are looking pretty grim. <gasps> pretty not not that good no. for Jasper at no. this moment. That's not fair. I helped you. Uh and he does knock you down then. He succeeds in knocking you onto the ground. And it is now Enda Prime's turn. So he's going to use one of his abilities, he's going to use uh, like a rolling stone. So actually, this is going to affect everybody. Uh, this attack automatically hits anyone on the ground who does not roll a spryness of 12 or more. The ground ripples and waves in a 20 meter radius. Anyone uh, caught must roll a constitution. Anyone who rolls lower than a five falls to the ground. Lucas? Yes. Yeah, you're already on the ground. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's going to be, we're going to have to, you're going to have to be the 13 to avoid this. Yeah. I'm going to, it's going to be one harder for you. One of my easiest things. Everybody rolls spryness except for Sassley. She doesn't have to roll spryness. She's not connected to the ground. It would be beautiful if the other Enders would have to roll as well. No, they are connected to the ground as magical constructs. Absolutely not. <laughs> Dang it. Leela succeeds. She just hops over it. 17. Hop. Okay. Yep. Eric, once more. He's gotten used to this old trick. He knows this. 13 minus one. You got a 13? Minus one. 
Oh no! No! Oh, no. no. Okay, roll a constitution dice. Oh, no! In the library! In the library! <laughs> this is where I should be at home. <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. It's a six. No! Oh no. You're on the ground already, and you just can't get out of the way. This wave hits you, knocks you down. You are whammied. You can't cast magic anymore. You're going to be out of the next turn of battle. After that, I'll let you get up and try to do something physical to help out. But you're not in the next turn, and you're whammied, baby. No magic for you. It's going to take you a moment to recover. Okay, that was all of the end's turn. It's uh, Jasper, it would have been your turn but you don't get one right now. Yes. Sassly, your turn. Do I see and get what happens there? Yeah, you're watching it all. You're just waiting. I mean, you've just been waiting for the bookshelf to shrink. Can I reach the um, the book with the, because I'm 10 centimeters above and I have the thing in my hand? No. No. It's not enough. It's very, it's like, it's high up. She has the reach with her spell, Leela, but you don't have the reach. You're just, just a small person. If I cast anything from there, would they notice me there? Or would it just hit them out of the blue? I'd say that you can whisper it and you can try to hit somebody out of the blue with a spell. Okay. there's like a battle raging around you. Earth is moving and tumbling and people are shouting spells. So I think I would go for Lichtes Bichtes because that's the only like kind of fighting spell that I have. Mm, okay. If you cast Lichtes Bichtes, you're going to give away your position. I mean, I have Overjoyed and Freuden. They would not sense Overjoyed and Freuden if you want to use it. Okay. Sassy tries to uh, cast Overjoyed and Freuden. On who? Um, on the one that's like closest to Jasper. Okay, so I think that's Omega. And um, I have a 19. Okay, well, I think that works. This spell may cause instant knockout. It will, I shall, will certainly roll for instant knockout uh, at this moment. Instant knockout, roll a d10. Um, if, he, if we roll a 2 or a 1, the target's whammied. I can do the roll for you. Then we have a whimmage. There you go. Well, it's a D10, so. It's a two. Yes! yes! Oh, yeah! You yeah! hit him. So Sassy stands there, overjoyed and frightened. Yeah. And then she sees, what does she see? <laughs> Essentially, these guys are usually stone constructs without IPs, without, you know, there's no way to affect them. But he's enhanced the enchantment on him and he's more alive than he's ever been before and he's actually able to be affected by this and for the first time ever this stone feels intense joy like he never felt before and it's overwhelming to him and he passes out and the light blinks out and his body fades back into the floor and you actually feel around you that some of the enchantment on the ground that, you know, the whole ground is colored like Enda right now. Mm -hmm. But at the very edges of the library, some of it creeps away. Oh. Since the other, since the construct uh, that Enda created has gone away. In the back right corner of the library, where you know the other door is, you hear the sound of stone scraping. <sighs> Ooh, that is good. That is good. That is good. The happiness is so much better than destruction. That's right, that's right. You <laughs> well, can that do more. Learn. Catch more, catch more flies with honey. Sometimes being happy can just, you know, kill the enemies. <laughs> Eric, it's your turn again. You have two Endas in fighting stances in front of you. Awesome. <laughs> a, hmm, ha, 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 how to address that? 
it seems like maybe if you physically attacked them, just as an option, I just want to give you more options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you physically attacked them, it might... You might hurt your hand a little bit, but, like, it might actually be possible in a way. I, I still have a second piece of the frame from the blackboard. Oh, yeah. Okay. One I gave to Cecily, uh, one I kept for myself. I just had two. Yeah. You know what? Um, there's this shining light in their torso. Mm-hmm. I would like to try to hit one of them with this piece of uh, frame that I have right there. Go for it. Roll a physical attack roll. He's going to roll spryness opposed to you. And that's a 15. He rolled a 17. So you try to hit him. He just bats it away with his stone arm. You can actually see the skin move a little bit, but it still feels like his skin might be supernaturally tough. Yeah. Nice try. And it is Lilo's turn. And Lilo goes, okay, guys, I'm really going to do it this time. Here we go. And she casts Umfen Schrumpfen again. Oh my god. She rolled even worse. She rolled a two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's not having a very good day. She, I mean, she has a, a, a plus one to that, so it's technically a three. Well, then uh, it's five. <laughs> but unfortunately, it doesn't work. Um, and uh, she's going to use a free action, like slapping herself in the face a little bit and being like, Lila, get your head in the game. Meanwhile, Cecily still stares at the shelf. She's like, it might drink every second. <laughs> um, okay, it's the three endless turns. Now, um, two of them are going to make physical attacks on Eric. Yeah, hooray. Okay, for one, you need to beat a 12 for beta. Ooh, 13. Close call. So the first guy lunges at you, and you slide out of the way um, in a cool in a cool way, like secret agent. And then the next guy is going to also attack you. You need to beat an 18. 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a 6. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the next guy, like, they're getting frustrated because the first guy lunges at you. And the second guy, um, yeah, he just he's just going to hit you in the chest and try to knock you down. So roll a constitution die. Doing so. And I rolled a 15. Okay, you succeed that. Your next constitution die will need to be at least a 14. It's like he's getting hit by stone. It's like... He's just literally just getting hit by stone over and over again. All right. Okay, it's, it's end of primes time now. And he's just going to use his same ability again, the ability called Like a Rolling Stone. And so everybody has to succeed more than a 12 to get out of the way. 17. Okay, you jump out of the way. Boing. And, oh, I need to roll for Leela. She also gets a 16. She also jumps out of the way. And Sassley's not affected. Jasper's already out. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't do anything. But I just want to... It would have been an 18. <laughs> I'm glad that now, now you roll those numbers. Okay, Jasper. <laughs> you still have it in you, you know? You're still out for this round, unfortunately. You're still recovering. It is Sassley's turn again. Um, Since Overjoyed and Freuden worked so well from there, she will do it again. Okay, who are you targeting? I think one of the, like maybe the prime one. Okay, and the prime, go for it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> twenty-one. Jeez. Oh, okay, he's gonna roll a d he's gonna roll a d10 again. He succeeds. 
he did not get instant knockout this time. But he still is affected. But he's super happy. Yeah, he's still affected <laughs> by the by the spell. He is more susceptible to the use of IPs if somebody wants to try to talk to him. You could do that with your free action, Sassley, but it would obviously uh, give you away. No, no, I, I, I won't. Okay. With my free action, I just try to take a closer look at Leela, and I'm like, come girl, on, come on, girl. It is the time. On, it is the time. <laughs> um, okay, that brings it back to Eric. Eric, it's your turn again. I'll try to do the same that I did the turn before. Just this time, I tried to hit the one that hit me. Yeah, perfect. So uh, it was Gamma who hit you last time. So you go for Enda Gamma. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's a 15. Ooh, okay, you beat him. He only got a 13. So you do like a super cool like fencer move, you know, where you just like lunge in with the sword like ha-cha-cha <laughs> and you stab him. Dodging under the arm and lunging forward. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Past the tough skin into his solar plexus and he will roll a constitution die. You hit him in the orange light. He succeeds, so he's not out, but his next roll will also have to be a 14. Okay. Yeah, and it's Leela's turn again. Leela, Leela. Come on, Leela. Leela, we Come really on. need the self-restraint. Leela's gonna try to roll again, and she, she goes, guys, I promise I do actually know this spell. Um, For real, I, I actually cast it before. I'm usually pretty good, but I'm gonna try again now. Um, Okay, here we go. And she says, she's sweating bullets. She's sweating bullets. She really wants to prove herself to you guys. Uh, <laughs> she's like, come on, come on, Leela. Take your time. Okay, okay. Okay. And she needed... It's close enough to check. She needed an eight. She got a 12. So she succeeds. Yes. <laughs> she finally, you see her wand kind of glow with a green light and the same green light surrounds the bookshelves and they shrink, 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 and the book falls down. Hold on, hold on. And Sassy, do you want to let it fall to the ground or do you want to try to catch it? I got it, I got it, I got it. I think I would like to let it fall mm -hmm. to the ground so that no one sees that it's floating yeah. and then slowly trying to, you know, put it aside. In that case, I won't make you roll anything uh, to try to catch it. It just mm -hmm. falls to the ground. Boom. And Leela's like, yes, 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 thank you. And Cecily's like, yes, yes. Good job, girl. Well done. Okay, that's Leela's turn. Yeah, guys, I told you I could do magic. This I can actually do magic. <sighs> she looks like she needs a nap. Okay, and now it's the Ender's turn again. Ender Gamma looks at you, uh, Eric, and he goes, ow. I, I will, I did not like that. That's the first pain I've ever experienced in life. And I find it unpleasant. And I think, yes, I would like to do the same to you. So he will roll a physical attack. Tell me what you roll. I rolled a 14. Okay. Yeah, you, you get out of the way. He rolled an 11. So he, he lunges at you again. Enda Gamma just cannot land a hit. But Enda Beta is going to try to hit you also. Get a 16. It's a 6 again. Okay, and 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 the beta doing a good job. So you, once again, it's the old one-two. One tries to hit you, but because you dodged out of the way, the other one manages to club you in the side of your body. Roll a Constitution dice. You'll have to beat a fourteen. I rolled a fourteen. Okay, <laughs> your next Constitution dice will have to be a seventeen to survive. <laughs> uh, just for the future, can Sebastian do my Constitution rolls? <laughs> just asking for a friend. <laughs> 
And then, like, she returns from that. I'm like, your next constitution rule will have to be a 35. <laughs> and he's like, 37. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and then Enda Prime is going to use an ability as well. Let me see if he wants to do something different. Okay, no. He's going to use, like, a rolling stone again. Everybody rolls spryness, which, I mean, just Eric and, and Leela. Uh, Leela easily succeeds. It's a 17 again. Oh, nice. Oh, that's also what Leela rolled. It would have been an 18 again. <laughs> okay, you both jump out of the way, and uh, Enda's starting to look, like, a little upset, and he's like, should I also just attack physically? It seems like it's more, like, kind of a better deal for me in general. No, no, just stay there. And Jasper, you kind of shake yourself awake. <laughs> You've been laying on the ground this whole time. You can try to get in there physically if you want, but you just have basically one constitution right now. Jasper is at the point. He's really, because, you know, he was unconscious and everything, he remembers back then that he convinced the other two to, you know, just give Ender the book because nothing to worry about. <laughs> and then he, mm -hmm. he feels, on one hand, totally responsible for this, and on the other hand, he feels so bad and stupid for being that naive since um ende might be a little bit influenceable because of overjoyed freuden mm -hmm. he's like all he can do is you know distract him and talk to him and so um he would like to use all of his ip jasper okay you can use eight influence points yeah and confront him with all that ender had done to them okay tell me exactly what you say to ender Oh, and uh, I cannot believe it. We, we, what is wrong with you? All we wanted to do is get into the restricted area to help a friend. And then you wanted us to, to, to help you what we did because we thought maybe you can be a friend as well. And this is how you treat friends. What, what world are you living in? I mean, what do you think this is? This is all fun to you? I mean, these are people who who suffer for you and these are people who would who would go in danger for you and 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 this is how you thank them you've confronted endo with the fact that he is he's he's doing evil you know and he hasn't been thinking about the consequences of his actions he's just been focused on on maintaining the freedom that he has he's very afraid it will get taken away because it's what he prizes most above all but your words seem to deeply affect him from what you can tell he takes a pensive look back and he says no i i didn't i didn't I, I i i i didn't do anything wrong i just wanted to to i just wanted to be free i just wanted to be free and uh sassly it's your turn sassly tries to she she listened to what um jasper and Anna are talking about and she's like interesting so he doesn't really know that he's doing bad stuff hmm that is very interesting. Anyways, I have that book here. <laughs> so I should try to try to look into that. So can I take the book and sneak behind a little bookshelf thing so that they don't see me sitting like with a book sitting there with a book? Mm -hmm. Roll sneak for me. And don't forget that you have a bonus to sneak because you're invisible. Plus four. If I tell you that I rolled a 20 
and that I don't even need the plus four. I'm like, whatever is magically happening today, I will always play here. It's yeah. the, the structure of the table. But I just, I just. This is insane. It's an insane amount of 20s that we've done today. Like, this is crazy. It's really like. So I have a 24. So what does do I do? I magically destroy the by just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you just so you do, you do pick it up. You're sneaking, so you can't run to the back door. You know it takes about three run actions. You're you know you're not able to get that fast while you're sneaking, but you're able to get out of this battle area and start heading back towards the other door. Okay, you're on your way there. I just want to go so be behind something. Yeah, yeah. There's there's bookshelves back there, so you can hide back behind the bookshelf there. But I assume that you want to go in the direction of the other room where you guys uh, believe Gutsu to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that is exactly what you do. You go and you hide behind a bookcase where you believe Gutsu to be uh, in that direction. Does anything happen while I touch it or I look at it? It's it's glowing. I mean, you can feel kind of power buzzing through you, but this is not this magic is not attuned for someone like you. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with with your kind of being. Okay. Uh, that's Sassy's turn. It's Eric's turn again. Now I have a problem. <laughs> oh, do you? I have a problem. Jasper started to talk to him, trying to talk sense into him. Uh, I see. Mm -hmm. Well, you're still being attacked by two other Endas, to be fair. Those, those Endas are not pondering anything. They are new to the world, and they don't like that you hit them. Face started it! <laughs> So I'll try to defend myself against those two. I hope that Jasper keeps talking to Ender and that he stops this whole shenanigans somehow. Okay, yeah. The same procedure as before. Yep, go for it. Physical attack roll. Yeah, coming in. And I assume you're going to attack the one that already has the like lowered constitution yeah. things. Okay. Of course. Uh, it's an 18. Well, he rolled a one, so you hit the the bejesus out of him. I'm gonna roll this constitution die for him. Okay, he rolled a one when you hit him, but he rolled a 20 on the constitution die. So you hit him, but he grabs the stick that's in your hand, the shard from the blackboard, and he says, not yet. Because as you've seen, they don't have very much constitution. If you get that hit, mm -hmm. It might be the end of him. So he's making sure it doesn't go too far. He's grabbing it, holding it in place. But his next constitution roll will have to be a 17. Then maybe just stop it. It was, it's Leela's turn and she noticed that Eric's in trouble. She's going to run over to come and help. Uh, so she's coming over just with a physical attack. Okay. She's coming in from behind. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't do very good. She didn't do very good. She does not succeed in her physical attack at all. She just runs over and she like pounds against his back. <laughs> but he's he's stone and she hits him and he kind of rocks a little bit. Like maybe there's a lot of power behind the hit actually that she that she gave him, but it just doesn't just can't do enough. Uh, and it's the end does once more. Here we go. They're both going to try to hit you. Mm-hmm. So roll, just roll Sprinus twice. Okay, the, f the first one is a 16. Okay, that is a failure. The second one is a 19. That is a success. The last one was a 7, but the first one was an 18. So the first one, he gets you. Roll the constitution die. It's a 15. That's not good enough anymore. So he finally, he says, I've had enough of this. It's time to book you a hotel. 
to the ground. And then he shoves you <laughs> to the ground and you lose a constitution. Uh, and yep. you're on the ground. So that will you'll have to use your free action to get back up next turn. Yeah. The first one knocked you down, actually. So the second one tries to hit you, but you're not in the air anymore. He just... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're not there anymore, so slow. Um, then it's end of prime, and uh, he's going to spend his turn thinking about life. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> thinking about a wife. He's, he's not going to do anything. He's he's too, you know, between the spell that filled him with joy about the world and then being confronted with the ugly truth of his actions, he, he takes no action this turn. It's Jasper's turn. Life is life. Na, na, oh, that is na, na, that is interesting na. now, because I Jasper feels like, and he kind of hit a nerve somewhere on Ender. Mm -hmm. So I would just try to have a little talk again. Listen, Ender, I I I think I can imagine what what you what you've been through or what you feel about feeling free after all, because you know back when I was. You know, where, where I came from, I didn't feel free at all. I, I felt like I have no friends whatsoever. But then I came here and I felt like, oh, there are there are people around me that can actually care for me. So my question to you is, what do you want to do with all that freedom you have if, if you will be all on your own here in this dark library with no one around to, to spend that freedom with? And he's he's looking and he says, "Well, I I have, I have my books. I have the other me's. I guess I, people come by and then they they always try to they always try to stop me. Actually, but I I think I've come too far. I think I've come too far to turn back now. I I, I have to follow through. And he has determination in his eyes. He looks like he may, he might continue to attack again next turn." You can try to do something physical if you want, Jasper, or you can, you cannot. I don't do anything further. Okay, Sassley, your turn again. Um, is there a chance for me to like check and look into the book and see if there's anything that helps stopping? You can roll the research roll for for free. Fifteen. Um, you you do a good job, but it's a little too technical. You need somebody who's versed in this kind of like magic, somebody who has access to it. It's a it's a stone earth based magic, and it's just not something that you have access to. But you still can take an action this turn. One thing, because you probably remember, but when the first statue was destroyed, um, you hear the crumbling from the wall that probably Goethe is trapped inside. So I think the best thing to go now is trying to take down the other two little enders. But I'm already on my way to that wall, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not that close, so you can head in that direction. As you know, you have no friction when you are floating, so you get an automatic run action, basically. You can go as far as a run action if you want. So then I would like to go to the wall to talk to Goethe. Little invisible elf holding a not very invisible book, but the glowing orange light <laughs> floats at high speed towards the back room. With a... Yeah. I get forward with this thing. It's actually pretty helpful. You're about halfway to where that room will be. Oh, halfway now. there. You won't be able to get there on your next turn, but you will be able to get there on the turn after. It is Eric's turn. Yeah. You know, trying to hit the one that I already hit twice. Okay. Take a 20. He rolled a one. 
since you rolled a 20 and he rolled a 1, he loses a constitution. There's just no way. <laughs> There's just no way. You strike him. He's not prepared for it. You thrust your shard through his torso and the light flickers and extinguishes out. And he says, goodbye, cruel world. And then uh, sinks back into the floor and becomes part of the natural ground once more. And a little bit more of the enchanted ground in the library comes in. It's true, the enchanted part of the ground will be gone. So uh, it might be necessary for Jasper to start running towards Sassley on his next turn uh, as the enchantment fades from the room. You hear from the back right side another of stone scraping on stone. And uh, Sassley, you're close enough now that you feel like, yes, okay, whatever was blocking the doorway is is losing its power. We might actually be able to get in here soon. Okay, it's Leela's turn. She's going to try to physically attack the next Enda. The only Enda that's left, Enda Beta. She got 22. Mm-hmm. He cannot possibly beat it. He just doesn't have the stats for it. So he'll roll a constitution dice. He succeeds it. He succeeds that constitution dice, but his next constitution die will have to be a 14 roll. Leela jumps around the other side of him, just like with a lot of power and kicks him in uh, the orange lighted torso. And he stumbles back, but he doesn't quite take enough damage to go out. It is now the Enda's turn. Enda Beta is going to attack Leela. Nope. She just, she, she's amazing. She just jumps out of the way. <laughs> I almost want to be like, like she rolled so much better than him that it's like, she does a backflip. It's like, <laughs> she's like, no she's way. She's a ninja. Yeah. She just, pa, pa, pa. and then end of prime is going to make you all roll twelves once more. Uh, you, sorry. He's going to make you all roll sprightness and you have to beat a 12. 15. For me, it's a 19. Ooh. Okay. Good job, you got out of the way. <laughs> and for Leela, she doesn't make it. Oh, Leela. She rolls a constitution die. She doesn't make it. No. She loses, oh, no. She loses a constitution and gets thrust onto the ground. And uh, she's, she's looking like she's in pain. And it is Jasper's turn. Since I don't feel I can do anything more there, I would- You're starting to feel your bond return. You're starting to feel it, so. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen if you're not close enough when that happens. I'm just wondering, while I'm on my way there, is it possible for me from the distances to help Leela up before actually running? No. Okay. Yeah, you're not close to her. <laughs> then screw her. <laughs> no, then I just... Uh... Use a running action uh, if you want. It is a 20. But minus one. Yeah. yeah. You run. You run. You are starting to catch up. Uh, and she's actually not that far away from you now. You can see her. You're a regular movement away from Sassley. Very good. Okay. It's Sassley's turn. And I'm close to the wall right now. I'm already close. You're a run and a half action away from the door. Okay. Then I do that. I run again. Running and running. That's what I'm doing to make this work. You don't have to roll for it because you're floating. You just automatically do it. Uh, and now you are within, right in front of the door. You can see that one third of the door is covered with a heavy stone block protruding from the from the ground in front of it. It's Eric's turn. I got a stick, and I know how to use it. <laughs> another another catchphrase. Yeah, go for it. So roll spryness. 
I rolled a 14. He fails. He'll roll a constitution dice. He succeeds. No, he already he already succeeded one, so he fails. You hit that enda, and the light blinks out, and he says, well, uh, we had a good run there. And he fades back into the ground as his light goes away, and there's only one enda now standing in the middle. You, Sassley, see the last chunk of stone shink fall back into the ground. So much for an ordinary school day. <laughs> you are going to be able to enter that room on your next turn. It's Leela's turn. She's on the ground. She has to spend an action to get up, so she's not able to attack uh, Ender Prime yet. But she gets up and she gets in position. And she says, I'm okay. I'm okay. This is great. This is. I feel like we're doing good. We are. We are. Then Ender Prime, he's going to come in for a physical attack, actually. He's going to try to attack Eric. He says, no, no, I, no, I'm losing everything. You'll have to beat a 15. It's a one. <laughs> That's not going to beat it. Yeah, he hits you. You you fail. I'm going to say that you fall down on a one, but you may not lose a constitution. Roll a constitution dice. 15. All right. You survive, but you're on the ground. You're not going to be able to use a full action on your next turn. Yeah. Uh, and ouch. it is Jasper. I tried to catch up with Sassley. Yeah, you can use a full running action and then you'll be caught up with her. Uh, seven. <laughs> okay, it's a normal movement. <laughs> you're not quite caught up to her, but you're a little closer. Uh, <laughs> uh, even though you don't know exactly where she is, you actually feel that bot, you know. You can't see her because she's invisible, but you can feel her presence. So you move towards her. Sassley, your turn. So I'm able to enter the room now? You can enter the room now, yeah. So I would like to enter the room then? You pull open the door. Hello? And this is the filing room. This is where they you know, keep books in backstock and where they, when students bring them back, they put them back into the right places. So there's some books, there's some shelving, there's, you know, those little wheelie carts that you <laughs> put books into in a library. Also in the filing room. Hello? Hello? Are 30 students stuck into the stone with their feet. Enda has been doing all of this magic the whole time, so you are not even getting a fraction of his full power. All of them are stuck in the floor with their feet unable to move, their wands are stacked up on a desk in the corner separated from them. Gutta and Hessa are completely surrounded by enda-colored stone. They're a slightly different shade, both of them. So they are also trapped, landlocked, and they're standing in front of a massive pile of encyclopedias that are out of order, and they're just putting the encyclopedias in the right thing. They just see the door open, no one knows oh. that you're there. So the, oh, you see all right. of this. You see Gutta and Hessa. You see these students. And they just okay. see the door open and a floating book with a light coming out of it. Oh, well, that's quite a get together here. Hello, friends. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I mean no harm. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't yell. Don't yell. It's a ghost, okay. man. Listen oh, man. I freaking hate to ghosts. Me. Listen me to out. me. Oh, my nerves. I am here to protect you with my friends. We're fighting against Ender right now. Um, Mr. Goethe? And Goethe says, hello? Hello? Who's there? Yes? Yes? I'm sorry I can't help you find anything in the library right now. I'm slightly stuck at the moment, but I'll be happy to assist you if I ever get out of the situation. Mr. Goethe, do you know what this book does here? I, yes, I, I know this book. I know this book. And you can kind of see in his face a realization. Oh, this is certainly what Enda has used 
to, to create his, this, his presence in the library. May, may I see that floating godlike spirit that has been sent to save us? <laughs> I mean, you can also say I'm a pixie elf, but I take the compliment, I guess. So, can you tell us how to break this spell? Uh, you hand the book over to him, he takes it, and this is what Enda was created for. He's meant to be a master of pages and putting books in their proper place. He can just store vast amounts of information in his head. He's able to categorize and process information at incredible speeds. So basically, he's a computer. He flips through it at like superhuman speed, reading every page, and he stops somewhere near the back of the book, and he says, ah, yes, yes, I think I understand. That's, that's how he did it. Wonderful, wonderful one moment. And he mutters an incantation. And he crumbles a bit of stone off of his own cloak. And he crumbles it into the floor while he does it. And the floor subtly changes color. It changes to the color of Goethe. If you weren't looking, you wouldn't notice it. But immediately, the students all stumble out of the ground, released. And they're like rubbing their legs that are super stiff and their feet. Oh, wow, that was, that was weird. Hey, let's get out of here. Oh, man, we missed dinner. Awesome. Guys, you're all free. Get free. Um, and they're like, just all kind of still dumbfounded. <laughs> they did not have a good day. <laughs> they didn't have a good group of friends like you guys to, to take on Enda. They're all going for their wands. And Guta passes the book to Hessa. And Hessa also begins to free himself. And you see their stones start to creep into the ground in front of them. And they're sliding forward. And they're sliding out of the library. And you can follow them out. Jasper, you see these two stone statues enter the room and they glide past you. And you know now that... Hi. That Sassley was successful. Oh, yes. And that they have discovered how to defeat this. Gutta shouts out into the library. Brother, your reign of terror has come to an end. <laughs> Using that pun a little too... Probably overusing it a little bit in this moment, but uh, felt like it was appropriate. <laughs> They both rush out of the room at once. Now they're gliding at full speed. And where the enchanted Enda stone was, it's just dissipating into normal stone behind them. As you two catch up, you know, I assume that you're running after them to see what happens. Hmm? Yes. Come on, Jasper. Have fun. No. So they're all free. You see Enda. He is surrounded by the other two statues who have swirled stone around him like water. It's swirled around his whole body and then frozen into place. And he is held into place by the stone of his two brothers. The floor swirls around him, curling around his lower body. It hardens. He's stuck in a vortex of pure stone. Goethe says, You will answer to Director Ehrenmann for this, and I will get to the bottom of this deception, which has rocked me to the core. Goethe glides to the wall, and he touches a specific panel, and the light runs along the wall and out the door. He sent a message. And then he turns to you. Children! Children! And he looks at each of you. Leela, Eric, Sassley, Jasper. Sassley is making herself visible again because he's trying to find... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but you're still floating there. Nothing ever uh, okay. broke your concentration. You're still floating on the ground. Love it. Yeah, you're just going to have to have someone push you around for the rest of your time. <laughs> Never release the spell. Can that? <laughs> he says, children, thank you, thank you, thank you for your help. Without you, we would be dust. 
dust in the wind. Is there anything that I can do for you that is library related? Is there any information that I can attain for you, please? I am in your debt. Actually, there would be one thing, I think. Like 10 years ago, there was something happening here. A big thing that happened. People are talking about that, but we don't know what something bad happened. Can you tell us? I can easily procure you the, the yearbook from the year 2011, 10 years ago. Would you like me to do that? Yeah. I do remember something. I do remember something that happened that year. Yes. Yes, I recall. A sad story, actually. Oh, this is actually my brother Hesse's uh, domain. Hesse, would you get the 2011 yearbook in the record section? And Hesse says, I will, brother. I will. Uh, he's Cockney. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it. No worries. Be, be back in a jiffy. Uh, Hesse goes off and he comes back with the 2011 yearbook and he hands it to Sassley. Sassley, make a research roll. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's a two minus one. Okay. Sassley's like, nice, nice pictures. <laughs> Sassley takes it and then she gives it to Jasper and she's like, I think you can deal with it better probably you're good at researching and at fi figuring things out <laughs> it's not a very hard research role but that one did not do it so <laughs> well that that did not work well she's a little exhausted you know <laughs> she, she did a lot jasper role research it's an 18 plus one yay yeah. Whoop. okay so jasper does that thing that he's so good at doing he just flips through the book pretty fast he's like a like a miniature gutta he's like almost as almost as good as that and you find something, you're looking for something about a, a student who went missing, and in the back of the yearbook, there's a full-page picture. And it's a student, he has kind of like floppy, unkempt brown hair, he wears round glasses, little like awkward-looking kid, and it's a full picture of him with like a nice filter over it, you know, like a nice like uh, glowy filter. And it says, in memoriam, Harris Twilber turned into a pile of perma-snow, or possibly disappeared, may you find your way home, or may you find peace. As unique as the snowflakes which laid upon his floor. That's the inscription. Does it say? Guys, I... I found this picture. Look at it, look at it. Hmm? What is that? I don't know, it says Harris Trilber. Harris Trilber. When Goethe hears the name, he goes, Oh yes! Yes, Harris Twilber. He was in here quite a lot, I do remember. It was a very sad story indeed. He he was an unhappy child. Had no friends here in Neudrachenberg. And I don't know, he attempted some sort of ritual, you know. He, he tried to do something. I, I don't know what it was, but when they went into his room, they found a pile of never-melting snow. And that was all that there was. It was as if he just disappeared and... Yes, he's assumed dead or missing, I guess. Could be either way. Perhaps he turned himself into snow. And that's really him laying there. So, is there anything else I can do for you? <laughs> oh, that is so sad. Was he close to someone? Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that question, but I just remember him being a very lonely boy. A lonely, unhappy child. Is there anything else? Anything else that you're curious to know about? So, guys, what do you think? I mean, we, we got the book that Mildred told us to get, and we got this other book, and Mildred mentioned something about 10 years ago, so maybe 
best thing is going to her and you know tell her of our our achievements of what we got and what we found out mm-hmm. yeah 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 so, so mr goethe yes yes do you think it's possible for us to take both books with us for some time anything you like yes of course of course please take it i'll remember <laughs> it's my job after all thank you and then sassy turns around and she looks at goethe and she says Hey, hey, Mr. Goethe, is there anything that you know how you can make wings fly? Make wings fly? You know, look at my wings. They're beautiful, but they don't fly. They're beautiful. You look lovely. This is A-plus a wings, really. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't know. I need more information than that. There's branches and branches of magical science that it's very complex. I, I, I need to know something about the mechanism. Did you, do you have any idea of some kind of key word or something that you might be looking for? Something was, um, I don't know if I should say it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like once long time ago, I guess I heard something in the woods about Pechter's tears or something like that. Pechter tear or something like that. Pechter I've heard tears. it before. Pechter. You Not did? Me. You did hear about it? Not for a long time. Oh, please tell hold me on, everything about it. I yeah. This is my realm. Give me one moment. Hold on. He buzzes off. This is the best day of my life. Well, you guys survived a really hard battle. You deserve that. <gasps> and he comes back, and he comes back with a book called Understanding the Great Hunt. And he already has it flipped open to a page. And he says, "This is the only passage in here that I can find anything about Hector. Uh, you can read if you like." I'll read it. Okay, it says... And what do I read? <laughs> the book says, There is a name we speak of when we talk about the Great Hunt. Less and less, but once it was often whispered in dark circles when the Great Hunt nears in October. Perkta. Perkta. The name has regional variants, but it can be assured that this myth, legend, creature, whatever it may be, holds a strong association with the hunt. It is even whispered, Perkta may lead the great hunt or participate. It is surely a name that has inspired fear, for it seems that historians to date have been hard-pressed to record much of consequence about it. And as the years have passed, one wonders, who or what was Perkta? Does it still lurk in the shadows or ride on the wind? When the great hunt is afoot. Uh, do you know anything about how to make wings fly? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but um, I, I can't help you with that. But if it's something about Pekta, this is the best information I have. She seems to be highly associated with the great hunt, um, a magical event that happens in October. Oh, it's a her? It's a she? She seems to be. Mm, yes, I, I believe that this, this name has a feminine, feminine variant, but... Uh, Honestly, I don't know. Does she exist? I don't know. Just, I just have these books here. Can I have that book for quite a while? I bring it back, I promise. Oh, yes, of course. Anything that you, anything that you children want. Thank you. I will figure this out. I will figure this out. Thank you so much. You are so very welcome. All right. Well, I have to deal with my brother. So if that's all for you uh, three today, thank you again. You're welcome here anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And please don't 
don't be too harsh. He seemed like regretting. And uh, as you guys walk towards the door and you say that, uh, Goethe says, Well, honestly, that's not my decision to make. And you hear a voice from around the door say, It's mine. And in walks Ross Ehrenmann. He's blocking the door. I didn't see him for quite a while. And he says, What exactly has happened here? Who is responsible for this? And he looks right at you three. And what he says next. You'll have to find out on the next episode of JK We're Rolling. Michael Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassley Mary Nature Spring. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Theme song by Aaron Richards, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Well, folks, this will be a short outro while I'm on the move across America this month. We will return to our regularly scheduled shoutouts next month. I know this episode was a long one, but I hope you enjoyed the decision to keep this story arc together instead of chopping it up more. In the future, I'll be trying to stick closer to our usual little over an hour runtime. If you like this episode length more or less, do feel free to let us know. You can do that on our Twitter at JKWe'reRolling1, that's JKWe'reRolling followed by the number 1, Instagram at JK.Weir.Rolling, or Facebook. That's facebook.com slash jkwe'rolling. You can support us even a little more by visiting or even making a small contribution to our Patreon, patreon.com slash jkwe'rolling. Please check us out there. The more support we get on our Patreon, the more content I can spend time putting there. So bring a friend to check us out on Patreon as well. Keep leaving us those reviews on iTunes. It does mean so much to us and... Hey, that's it. So, my magical friends, until next time, keep your head, brain sharp, and your wand at the ready. You always ask. You always ask. Where are those teachers? I mean, those those students are all, always in danger. <laughs> Where are the teachers? They never. T- it's in Harry yeah. Potter. The same. No, Jockenberg's a little understaffed. It's like a little understaffed. I think it's just like Harry Potter. It's the, it's the same with Harry Potter. It's yeah. Like those it's students so are true. always in danger, losing their lives, and the and the teachers come at the end, and they're like, "All right, we're here. What and happened?" Then in the end of every season, you have a little talk with Ross Ehrenmann, and he's like, "You are doing fine." Yeah, he's like, "You did a good job," and I I knew that was gonna happen all along. You knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> All along? <laughs> it, it feels a little bit like we are all in a big break time and all the teachers are sitting together in the teacher's room yeah. and just kind of discussing what the students are up They're to. Just having a and somewhere in the distance, you see explosions <laughs> and smoke everywhere. Yeah. And while the teachers like, are sitting there, like, they're like sound protected <laughs> and like they cannot look outside, they cannot hear anything. They're like, ah, them students. <laughs>
Oh, those crazy kids. Well, we could have you guys surrounded by uh, actual responsible adults, but that would be super boring to listen to. So, <laughs> not fun. That's fun. Not- <laughs> like you guys just arrive on your first day. It's very safe. Nothing happens. You go to class. You learn some magic. <laughs> Before this and this could happen, yeah, exactly. the teacher took care of it. But the defenses of Neudrakenberg <laughs> held, and no one attacked. That's <laughs> just the end. <laughs> just silence. And no one ever got harmed. Everyone graduated <laughs> with good notes and marks, and yes, life was good. <laughs> you see the Alps smacking against the outside yeah. shield as they it try to work. jump in. It just doesn't work. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>